0: Hi again, welcome back to the Mama Made podcast. I'm your host Sophie Barron and today I am joined by my friend Chloe Ford. She is a stylist and a creative director for the brand Ace and Prince, one of my favorite lifestyle brands. Um, you might recognize their totes. And this was just a chat. This was literally just a chat between friends. I wanted to hear how Chloe juggles it all, how she manages. Life is busy. How do you include weaning on top of everything else that you've got going on? So I learned a lot about how she does it. Um, Lots of great tips in here, lots of tips around budgeting and organization, um, but that's manageable, not too intuitive. So Chloe Ford, I'm so excited to have you on the Mama Made podcast. Um, for anyone who does not know Chloe Ford, she is just a brilliant person to follow on Instagram. Um, founder of Ace and Prince, which is a lovely, lovely brand running a single man campaign to have them bring their kids line back because yeah. we bring it, it back. We bring it yay! back. Yay! <laughs> oh my god, the best leisure wear. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yay! Um, creative director, uh, stylist, um, and just as a brilliant kind of way of sharing your family life as well in a way that's so relatable and honest without being sort of complaining which I think is a really nice kind of tone and that's why I I just love your content because I think oftentimes it seems like things are either really shiny or then you get the kind of people who are also just like kind of moaning the whole time but you've got a really positive kind of Vibes, you obviously like have so much joy in your life but at the same time you don't shy away from sharing the realities anyway that's my waffling on um but really happy to have
1: you on chloe thank you i'm so pleased to be on thank you for having me so
0: for anyone who doesn't follow you maybe give a bit more of an introduction than i've just done of like waffling on and on and on Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) well no um, i mean you got it you made it sound probably shinier than it is yeah i um i co-founded a online lifestyle boutique with a friend of mine Heidi um called Ace and Prince and I'm a freelance stylist and I have two kids um I've got a little girl Noah who is four who at the moment there's like four going like 14 she's getting quite sassy (laughs) and our little boy Ruben is nearly one and yeah we live in London with my partner Isaac and we are yeah we're like permanently winging it in our house just trying to make it work
0: and that's why I like wanted to have this episode with you because I think often you know weaning seems like something that people can put so much time and energy and thought into mm-hmm. and yet you are you know you run your own business you don't only have your own business but you have a freelance business you know your time is not as structured let's say as someone who's even in like a corporate job or has a more like nine to five job yeah. so how did you approach weaning um I suppose with Reuben let's talk about him because he's he's your newest baby but yeah. also with Noah yeah tell us where your head was at yeah. when it came time to weaning.
1: I approached it differently with with each actually with Noah I was so desperate to move on from milk. I just found the whole milk process, breastfeeding, bottle feeding, all of it quite traumatic actually. Breastfeeding just didn't really work and I'd put a lot of pressure on myself to make it work Um, and I just kept thinking like as soon as she's on solids it just means this whole milking can be starting to to go and I was really excited about it. I'm really into um we're vegetarian in our house and I'm really excited about food. I really enjoy cooking for my family. I'm really interested in like health and nutrition. That being said, she now favours like a chocolate croissant for breakfast in the morning. So I do think you can put all the like best intentions in at the beginning and it does go a bit wayward at some point. But um I was really excited and with Noah we did, you know, the like I had a list. I had a lot more time then. I had a list and I was like, okay, we've done spinach today, a, a tick or a cross, if you like it. I think we started green vegetables and we moved on to carrot, blah 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 blah. With Rubes, I was so much more I really wanted him to eat with us as soon as possible. I was really keen to get the weaning bit, like enjoy it and do it. But there's four of us in our house now so cooking a meal for Isaac and I and Noah and Reuben, it could get a bit chaotic I just don't have that kind of time you guys really kindly set us off on our weaning journey which was amazing because having all those purees made me feel a lot more confident knowing I'd like started there I actually think let's start with yeah I think you guys swooped in before I'd even like started feeding him so I started with you guys and then that was a really good way of me doing a little version of seeing what he liked without like puring the thing and blah blah, blah 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 and I a friend of mine then recommended this amazing appliance cool I think it's called baby cook um oh yeah it's amazing we didn't have that or I just didn't have it with Noah you just like chuck your vegetables in it steams and blends and just press a little button and it's all done and that was amazing we do eat a t- vegetables in our house just by like virtue of not eating meat So it was quite easy. So whatever we, if we were having like, I don't know, uh, sweet potato mash with whatever we were having, with, I just gave Ruben just the sweet potato mash. And really quickly was like, I'm gonna try some chickpeas and just sort of crushed them down and gave them to him. And he's one in a minute, he's like 10 and a half months. And he's now almost always eating what we all eat, which just feels so nice. But it's a version of sometimes, you know, like there are things that maybe aren't quite right for him. But generally, we're all eating a version of the same food, which for me is the dream. When you're time poor, setting out a tonne of meals, I just can't, I just can't do it. My thing I do now, I try and do, is whilst they're eating breakfast, I did it today, I'll make like a chilli or spaghetti bolognese or something. So I just, I mean, the basis of almost all our I- are sort of the same, like tin tomatoes, a ton of lentils or beans, veggies, maybe some coconut milk, and it's a variation of like a curry, a chilli, a pasta sauce. Um, and we just sort of Eat like that and it seems to be the easiest way to have the baby eating what the adults are eating
0: I love that um first of all I'm impressed that you are cooking while they eat breakfast I feel like I'm just constantly running circles around <laughs> during breakfast yeah but I but look um... hideous
1: I don't like I'm barely like <laughs> I turn up to nursery looking like a shell of a woman but I'm like well oh, I've made
0: dinner so <laughs> yeah you've made dinner that's that's huge yeah, um but I think that's like such an important point and that's something that in a lot of this comes up a lot in the weaning coach calls that we do is like what is our objective with weaning and often I think people get a bit distracted by the long checklists or distracted by like what Mm. everybody else is doing with like fancy pinwheels or fancy muffins or whatever it is and it's like no actually like we just want our babies to eat as part of the family like that is the goal by you know 12 months that they should be sitting and eating with us so I think that's to have had that as kind of like your objective throughout is actually really smart it's like make so it's so simple yeah. But so it's, it, yeah it
1: is and I think that's maybe with hindsight right like first baby I definitely was like had all the cookbooks and I was really trying to do like Instagram can send you crazy for um multiple reasons but definitely I think with small children and on com- comparison um and I definitely have not been like I've definitely fallen into that trap of being like oh my god you know my kid isn't having like a courgette muffin and the snacks in my bag are like a banana I always have a banana and that's basically it like I never have a nice little Tupperware of gorgeous homemade things but so I've definitely fallen short of it and tried to make a batch of muffins that he then just doesn't want to eat so I'm like great he's just gonna have a banana and like yeah if I've got a bit of time I'm a bit quiet with work next week I might try and make some fancy I don't know oat balls I can have in my bag but generally I just I just think we've got to take the pressure off ourselves where we can like I said my four-year-old is now like asking for a chocolate croissant so it all kind of evens itself out doesn't it
0: yeah totally but I do find that when they've eaten like that as a baby like I don't know about your kids but like Libba's not fussy at all like obviously she has days she doesn't want a piece of broccoli but in general Mm -hmm. I don't need to like force feed her yeah it actually really is amazing to see to see it in action I think it's like when you do just have that repeated exposure and lots of variety and yeah. lots of eating with the totally. family as well obviously there are totally. kids like, like there are kids who are always me fussier like Arthur is quite not fussy about what he's eating but like how it is served to him because he okay, is, okay he is a king but um like king if, Arthur,
1: yeah. yeah yeah
0: literally like if it's on a if it's not on a spoon that he can hold himself like all kinds of things <laughs> he'll be throwing
1: but, I love that um, I love that yeah
0: basically like it all evens out and you're never gonna have a kid who doesn't want that chocolate
1: croissant I mean I'd be so surprised yeah I mean um, I want the chocolate croissant I'm with her exactly I totally get it <laughs> but yeah I think um definitely exposing them to all the things you like ideally want them to eat I know it's really rare I'll like Force or try and not force—that's the wrong word—but it's really where I'll make like be like you have to eat that because she generally does eat quite well and she's quite rounded and like lo- yeah loves a croissant but will happily like munch on a thing of like edamame beans I feel like it's okay for her to say actually mum, I don't like peppers and then I'm not going to force you to eat the peppers you don't like them um because generally she does she does eat quite well so I'm hoping will be the same with Rube but yeah you just don't know until until they start yeah telling you what they want and don't want
0: yeah I mean I'd love to kind of go a bit deeper on the kind of how you prepare and how you shop for not just weaning with with Ruben but now as you're feeding a family Mm -hmm. of four because it's something that you are I suppose yeah, it's like fairly open with on Instagram, I guess, about like you know budgeting as a family, like living within your means, yeah. how you guys work so hard for what you have, and and I guess yeah, just uh, London is yeah. obviously expensive. Everything's getting more expensive, and I think when people hear oh you're you're feeding your kids so much like fresh veg, that feels mm-hmm. almost like fancy. Like oh my god, how do you like do so much yeah. fresh veg? Like even in our house, we use a lot of frozen and a lot of tinned. Just curious how you approach it.
1: You're absolutely right. I think I've shared quite a lot online about yeah, we've totally we have worked for what we have and I feel really proud of that Isaac and I have kind of tried our best to to do what we do however (laughs) I'm not the best budgeter it's like a new thing for me I'm like that person that's like telling people about budget planners and meal planners and they're like yeah Chloe you're like five years too late that's what that's what we've all been doing um convenience is a massive thing just with I mean you know with work being really busy both Isaac and I working and young kids and no maternity leave and all that stuff it does mean that convenience has been my friend for a really long time and actually at the end of last year I had to sort of stop and take stock of everything that was going on and just like being so busy that you're not even really realizing what you're doing and I was doing an online food shop that was just making me feel a bit sick. It was, there's four of us. We weren't buying alcohol very often. We weren't buying any meat. It was costing like, I don't know it's embarrassing like 130 no, quid yeah I was supposed week. to say like that
0: was literally what well, we were
1: spending weekly and I would come and I'd be like but what oh is God.
0: what is in these bags like what is
1: in these <laughs> yeah like fancy juices, and but there was nothing there and yeah and that's like with Isaac working out he doesn't like he's eats lunch out he probably has a quick banana for breakfast you know there's not like yeah, I wasn't making you yeah. that amazing so I was like what, what on god's green is going no. on I can't yeah. justify this anymore so it was amazing because you know they deliver all times of the night and you can get all your fancy bits but I had to um had to let those guys go and a friend who I actually met on Instagram gorgeous artist Francis Costello we were just chatting on Instagram and she was like yeah I joined the modern world I bought a meal planner and I stopped getting an online delivery and I now try my best I kind of do it with five days of the week not seven because I feel like weekends are a little bit more flexible and we might get a takeaway or you know we might you know it's a bit different but I now plan for the five days sort of two and a half meals so we'll eat the same meal much to my kids disgrace twice like so we'll have uh, like a lentil curry Monday Tuesday and then maybe Wednesday Thursdays I mean I can't think I don't know I did burrito bowls oh, yes. this week and that's the last two oh, weeks no. two days and then you know yeah they were so good I did like a little bit of research recipe and then we go and we buy what we need so we go to that good old affordable supermarket and buy what we need. And honestly, I'm like putting in candles and whatever I want and it comes to 40 quid. I cannot believe it. (laughs) But they they don't have everything. So then I will, there are some things that you just can't buy there. So then I maybe will do another like 15 pounds in a Planet Organic or Whole Foods and that makes me really happy. I mean, maybe it's a bit more, maybe it's like 20 quid. But that is what I need to make me feel like, I've got the nice things i like i think food's really important so it is for me worth spending the money um and then we go to the fruit and bed shop i've got one day a week where i've got both kids at home um no it's not at nursery on a monday and we just go to our local greengrocers and pick what we want i obviously know the bits we need this being said actually we do do frozen fruit for smoothies and stuff so the bottom and in our freezer is like packed with frozen fruit and I think that's really good because everything's seasonal right so if you want blueberries and out of season the frozen ones are going to do the job and I think that's totally fine and it's affordable and they're there yada, yada, yada. anyway we go to the green I let her pick kind of what she wants and just to your point about it sounding quite fancy or maybe not super affordable actually rather than buying a bag in plastic of like 12 potatoes that your family might not well, my family definitely won't get through in a week or week and a half in a green glasses, you can buy like two potatoes three apples obviously you're just buying it all singly and then she can try and ruben when he gets a bit older fruits that maybe she's never tried before she can see them she can feel them she can pick what she wants and it's just a it's a nice way to like while away Carve along forty minutes. We get coffee afterwards, but also it means that she knows what we're buying, and then we can think of recipes to make with them. And she's tasting things that I don't know whether it's like I don't know a passion fruit or whatever things that aren't like you know apples and bananas that are always on rotation. It just feels like a really nice way to try new things. I love
0: that. Like I remember, I think you posted about something similar. Like had pictures of Noah in a green grocer's, and I was just like, wow, this is genius. Like we're I'm so busy. I'm always like so focused on just getting what I need, and then to have that kind of me time and as you say it's not loads of time but they get to kind of explore and touch and pick out what they want and we did that recently and liba chose a papaya and i've always had this like uh, aversion to papaya so i've never bought yeah papaya. and she was so excited yeah. about this papaya and i was like oh wow like you know i didn't even realize like what my own biases around shopping have affect you know might affect yeah the palate. For so sure. i am always surprised when i go to those shops how they're so much cheaper than what you buy online they are, I guess, aren't yeah they? um and it's like, really good quality, and you've picked it yourself, which has always been a bit of a pet peeve exactly. of mine. with them, Online shopping.
1: So, yeah, I think it's a really nice way, a really nice way for kids to get involved rather than like, I mean, I'm all for convenience, as I said, but it's nice rather than food being dropped off and they just think it's just like magical person that drops off your food. It's quite nice for them to get involved and pick. And yeah, so we try and do that. I mean, it doesn't always happen, but we try to.
0: And where do you go for your like recipe inspiration as a vegetarian family, as a busy working mom? Um, with you know a business and a freelance business
1: you know i i definitely um cook a lot of the same things on rotation and it gets a bit boring so every kind of month or couple of months i'll be like look we have had like that veggie kidney bean bolognese to death and i'll just maybe on instagram a little bit but for recipes instagram's probably for me not the best place because it's always fancier than i want it to be so i will literally google like good vegan recipes good veggie recipes and i really like bbc good food probably not the coolest place to go for recipes but i can like put little tweaks on it and add things um i love recipe books i have got a ton of recipe books i'm just looking at them now again i want things that that my kids are gonna enjoy um and also that i'm gonna enjoy i eat with kids isaac doesn't always but i eat at like (laughs) 455 can't bear to be like a cooking too many meals and then washing up like I like to like eat at five the dishwasher is on by five forty-five, and then the kitchen is closed I mean there's snacks I'm definitely snacking at eight o'clock so it probably isn't really working but um yeah
0: do you ever feel any pressure like you have to do things a certain way or do things right so like not just like yeah. in weaning but then also yeah going into as your kids now are eating as part of the family yeah I think it's
1: so hard right with sharing so much and so I talked to I was actually getting a wax the other day and I was talking to the woman doing the wax and she's a bit older I think her daughter might be like in her 20s and we were just talking about the difference between parenting you know 20 30 years ago and now we can see what everyone's doing but exactly. like I asked my mum things like what are we doing like what did we eat what did we do did you bought did you she honestly can't remember and I think that's because they were just doing right they were just like parenting and maybe it was a bit more survival they were busy they didn't have things that were so convenient my my mum was a single mum and um, she had things to do so she made meals and we ate them or like, you know, on the weekends, we went swimming, we tidied our bedrooms, we probably watched a film, just really simple things. We went on holiday once a year. It was all just very, like, lovely, but I think pared back living to an extent. And I think now we are, everything's so visual and we discuss so much, which is amazing. And I found it super comforting. Like, even speaking to you, I remember I started following you because, A, we had the same taste in those, like, <laughs> billowy dresses at one point, And you were travelling with... Um, with Libra when she was really young and I was so amazed at like how you were doing it all. Um, and that, so it's amazing that like we can connect with so many people online because of shared interests or potentially, shared ways of doing things with our kids um and get inspired of that but equally I do think it can be quite destructive with um wondering if you're doing it right and actually I think a lot of parenting is just intuition like if it feels right it probably is right if your kids are happy probably the right thing to do but yeah I definitely definitely fall into pressures with weaning and with actually like all aspects of motherhood getting it right and my friend Heidi who I do Ace and prince with she's just amazing she doesn't have any mum guilt about anything and her kids healthy happy kids but she always is like what are you talking about like when we we were talking about mum guilt once online and she was like what is that (laughs) I don't know why women are always talking about that she just doesn't give herself a hard time and I I really respect that I think it's funny what you'd advise other people because yeah if a friend of mine said oh god my daughter ate like pesto pasta three nights in a row I'd be like who cares literally who cares but when it's yourself it's really hard not to do it but I'm really trying hard to not not fall into that trap because it's just it could be all consuming I mean you've got so much going on adding those kind of pressures I just think is silly
0: yeah no it's so interesting that like the internet is sort of like this double-edged sword because I think about like my mom who lived like far from family and everybody with three kids under three and I'm like how did she do it without the internet like you know she must have gone crazy but then as you said like we're on the internet we're constantly comparing and it does make it a bit harder I think to kind of trust your gut. What? so it is affirmations of like I am doing fine my kids are happy <laughs> like, yeah. They're yeah
1: for they're sure happier. they're healthy that you know like I feel bad with Ruben that he's a second baby we don't do it like with Noah we travel a time but obviously that was um pre-pandemic but also we were like swimming multiple classes blah, 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 blah. Ruben spent a lot of time like hanging out with me at the office or like playing on his play mat but he's like the happiest kid and he has his sister, he's always smiling, he eats well, he doesn't sleep well, but that's like by the by. <laughs> um, so I'm really trying to remind myself that all the pressures to do all those things, whilst it's great to be inspired, just not to get too lost in like what we're not doing, and maybe just give ourselves a break about all the like great things we actually are doing.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Because it's so true,
0: like you can do everything right, like you can start your baby off on kale, and then move on to spinach, and then <laughs> give broccoli, and then yeah. do courgette, but yeah, they're still going to want that chocolate when they're... Um
1: yeah <laughs> two or three or four
0: like <laughs> that's not gonna not happen yeah for sure
1: yeah exactly
0: <laughs> oh and then I mean something else that I wanted to ask you about just while we have you here is you've done mm-hmm. a lot from what I can see on Instagram of doing your own kind of like home remedies things to like ward off sickness like homemade yeah. trying to think like different like elixirs I don't even I can't remember like the name mm-hmm. like homemade lucozade um yeah
1: yeah yeah can
0: you talk me through a bit of like that interest and how you approach
1: like general wellness I yeah. guess with your family I'll be really honest. I think pre-kids I I I've, I've, I've always been interested in like uh, wellness and I guess like alternative maybe in not the healthiest way I'll be honest. I was a bit obsessive I was like a young fashion assistant, I worked crazy long hours, as as I think we all do when we're like, well, we all do sadly all the time, but definitely when you're trying to get to where you wanna be, right? You put in like every hour and you're keen and you're whatever. And I became super obsessed with like health and wellness and fitness. And I'd be that silly person that was like, up at six o'clock at the gym at 6.30, having a coffee with a friend at 7.45, and then, at my desk at eight and maybe staying there till 10 and the girls I had like the most amazing I worked the most amazing team of women and I had along my desk was like every bee pollen or like drops that you could have all the maddest things they would be like Chloe what is going on it's like the alternative boots to pharmacy at your desk um and actually it was just a bit manic maybe Um, I've been vegetarian I then became vegan for a little while and actually having children and my lifestyle in some way slowed down so much more and I actually couldn't put myself first in a good way it really changed my perspective on well-being and wellness and nutrition and I now so now it's kind of a long way to say I'm still really interested in it but definitely more a for myself but b for my kid I just love it so we definitely try and use um like natural remedies on our kids with like with their skin definitely like we'll we'll use um Isaac went to Ghana recently and bought back like a suitcase full of like pure shea butter so we look like we're selling it wholesale because we've got so <laughs> much of it but <laughs> we definitely try and use like natural remedies I'll do lots of research on things that I can give the kids if they're feeling a bit poorly I mean again we definitely use cowpole. like I'm definitely if I've got period pains I'm having that paracetamol <laughs> if the kids have got like crazy high temperature we're going to use cowpaw but we I'd say like my my cupboards are like all the normal household staples and then we've got like two shelves dedicated to things like uh, spirulina and bee pollen and I'm just really interested about what they can do for our bodies and actually it was just because I wanted her to try it so now She's that annoying kid that's like, Mummy, can I have yogurt and bee pollen for breakfast? <laughs> and I'm so oh embarrassed. i like, shut up, not so loud. Like, <laughs> don't, don't say that. Um, but it I am actually super proud of it because it's information that like maybe living in London 30 years ago, I might not have had access to, right? Like, I definitely didn't grow up on um bee pollen in my yogurt, like at all. We were probably having fruits. Do you remember fruits? Maybe not. Maybe they didn't have them in the states. Fruits or like petty faloos, that was like definitely staples in in my house so I really I I like that I've been able to source the information that I'm really interested in I think if I didn't work in fashion I'd love to work in wellness in some way but again I I will say all that to say um we do have loads of like normal normal food normal practices like I said cowpole when we need to but um yeah I'm just really interested in sort of diversifying our store cupboards with other things that can hopefully make me and the kids and Isaac as healthy as possible, but he Isaac is always like, "What on earth? Like, what are you making? What are you? That stinks!" Is what he'll like. It looks like mud. What are you having? <laughs> but it feels good to have it, right? I always think if you have like a bit of the good stuff, you can definitely justify having some of the crap as well.
0: I love that. Like, I just, I mean, the picture of Noah having spirulina around her mouth in my head. Like, I think that's just so amazing because often you do, especially go back, going back to that. Like on Instagram, it can often feel all or nothing of like. You know, you're a family that has yeah. no sugar, no no processed foods, only spirulina and bee pollen. But actually, like, why not pop to Planet Organic, like stock up on some of them and just use it? Kind of, yeah, yeah for fun exactly. and exploration. I'm, that's yeah, that's totally that. how we
1: do it. In my ideal world, I would be the family that like, you know, do it all. But it's just, it's really hard. It's really expensive. Um, it doesn't feel realistic. Like, I think the minute I like my kid goes to childcare. I can't say, I probably could, but no, I, like, she eats what they eat, there, and that's what really changed it for me, actually. She went to nursery at, like, one and a half, just before two, Um, and I probably was quite anal about everything, you know, what she ate, and no sugar, and then someone has a birthday, and I don't want my kid to be the only kid that's not allowed the cake when they bring it in, or, you know, they have beans on toast for tea. I mean, we definitely have beans in the house, but, you know, they have a pizza at tea time. I just want her to enjoy food and... Whether that be the birthday, you know, the sliced slither of birthday cake they have when someone brings it in, or yeah, a ton of spirulina, and then they can enjoy enjoy it all, and hopefully grow up to like take the bits that work for them, and leave the bits that don't we're only sort of setting them up aren't we for at some point they're going to make their own decisions she might turn around and say like I don't want to be a vegetarian anymore and I just have to roll with that I can't Mm. what you were saying earlier about enforcing our tastes and preferences like I became a vegetarian at 10 I think my mum just had to roll with it you know you can't it gets to the point where our kids grow up sadly
0: yeah and that is sort of ultimately it's like I am always reminding myself like okay I'm raising an adult like I'm not raising someone to just be poor you know we have another episode um in this series with Africa Daily Mm -hmm. Clark who's amazing Um, amazing. yeah Yeah, and she we sort of of go into that a lot of the kind of like you know raising children to like live in the world as adults later on so that well she's super
1: she's like super inspiring the way she um raises her kids and she's so conscious of everything she says and does I, I really like respect how she does everything but equally she every time we speak she's kind of like they just eat family food you know when it comes to food they just they don't overthink it and they just eat they just eat basically <laughs> rather than like you know overthinking every step of everything just eat food which I think hopefully is, is like what we can kind of all aspire to just your kids enjoying food and knowing it's there to like nourish their bodies but also to enjoy it and take some pleasures in it oh,
0: I just like I'm so glad that you were able to join us on this podcast. I love your approach to life and how kind of open you are about how you manage the kind of realities of raising kids when like things are busy and overwhelming and stressful, but actually like there's so many pockets of, of really like care and attention in a way that doesn't wreck your mental health or make it seem like, you know, yeah. All your energy is going to to this one thing of feeding your kids, which it can often feel like. So yeah, for anyone who doesn't know you or follow you, Chloe, where can they find you?
1: Um, I'm on Instagram, which is just um Chloe underscore Ford and I'll be there or I'll be over at Ace and Prince, which is just Ace and Prince. I love everything you do. And I just think you're super inspiring. I think just showing, helping women who already have enough on their plate or, or dads, but helping, I think mums need a lot of help. as a lot of mothers load. Um, and I just think it's amazing having you guys there to make it feel, it's like the halfway house, like for us, um, when your delivery came, Isaac was like, so is this like a pouch? I was like, no, no, this is not like a pouch. I had to explain to him and that's no shade on pouches, but it's so nice to if you don't like the guilt sometimes of giving your baby a pouch and you just it makes you can make you feel crap um it felt really nice for us to open this freezer and be like woohoo we've got all this food and it's just there and it's ready
0: oh I'm so happy we could
1: help yeah no
0: shade on pouches over here either
1: but no shade um, on pouches when there's a time and a place but definitely definitely but they have their way when you need them. But yeah, thank you for having me. It's so nice no, to chat thank to you, you. all. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: Well, that's it for this last episode of the season for the Mama Maid podcast. We will be back soon, I hope, with more episodes. So just let us know what do you want to hear more of? Who do you want to hear? Send us all your questions, share your weaning wins, and follow us at Hello Mama Maid. You can follow me at Sophie M. Barron and find Chloe Ford at Chloe Ford. Just remember, we're always here for you throughout this journey. So please don't be a stranger.